As we know, life is full of surprises, both good and bad, and the day-to-day journey is full of unforeseen obstacles, and sometimes it's hard for us to see our way through beyond the norm and mundane or where unscripted dreams live. Join us for thought-provoking discussions and interviews to help us navigate through the fog and create our own path. We are the Unscripted Dream Podcast, operating outside the margins to motivate and inspire our audience. Yeah. So today's episode is literally titled as Today's Struggle, Tomorrow's Victory. Um, I guess a lot of people will say, how do you make sense out of that? And realistically, man, you know, when you think about today's struggle and tomorrow's victory, you know, in a nutshell, it's like times get hard which I imagine most of us are, Um, well, not most, but yeah, most, I would say most, if not everybody, you know, things are a lot more challenging than they were uh, previously um, in the past decade, as far as like uh, uh, living, you know, everything across the board, Um, you know, but, you know, it's just more or less about like, what are we building towards? Um, you might be like, well, Joe, what are you getting at? And basically what I'm saying is there's not much wiggle room as compared to like previous decades. And, um, you know, especially from a financial standpoint, and if you know anything about America and how America moves, a lot of things are kind of like geared around finances. And that's a good way to kind of like keep somebody still. That's a good way to kind of like crush somebody's soul. You know, if your finances ain't in order, man, there's only so much you really can do. At least that's status quo or what's considered status quo, right, in America. So I was looking at this thing that I screenshotted and sent over to Marcus. And I was looking at it on the app. And um, it basically gave a, a, a comparison or a breakdown comparison to 2022 back to the 70s and basically in the 70s the average weekly wages in the 70s was ideally around 873 dollars guess what today's average wages are 813 dollars make it make sense what's the source on that yeah source on that or is it from a reliable source provided I, through a reliable source? I would say it's a pretty reliable source. Okay. From a financial standpoint. Yeah. Um, then you got the medium home. And the average house in the 70s was dirt cheap compared to today. And what I mean by dirt cheap is 70s, it was probably around 30K to buy a house. Not only were you making more on average back then, but you could also buy a house for 30k back then today houses on the average are going for almost half a million dollars oh man that's ridiculous (laughs) to be exact or to be more in the ballpark it's more like 430 some thousand dollars crazy where they do that at so it seems like the only way you're beating odds or you're getting ahead is if you inherit um, land from generational generational wealth, so to speak. It seems like that's the only way you're really winning in that in that uh, aspect. 
You know, um, I'm not saying other people haven't found loopholes or pocket holes. There's always that exception. You know, there's always that percentage where somebody finds a diamond in the rough or somebody got the hookup somewhere. But my thing is everybody can't get the hookup because if everybody got the hookup, more than likely we wouldn't be paying $437,000 for a house that's probably what, maybe three or four bedrooms at best two bathrooms at best, square footage, maybe 2,000 at best, at best, not at least, at best. Um, it's unfortunate. Then we go down to monthly rent. So if you're renting anything, rent back then in the 70s was comparable to being a little bit over $100. When you think of today, you're like, damn, it's like 10 times that now. <laughs> Actually, it's more than that. In 2022, average rent in the nation is over two grand. Let that when, you look at, when you look at statistics, statistically, when you look at those numbers, you can, you can see why a lot of folks would have a hard time with that and not even to include the like additional things like the student loan, like the student loan piece and like all that other, like some of just the other things, but I mean, we live in a debt-based society. So that's more of some societal things that we've kind of allowed um, to different, so to speak, the different generations and things like that. So when we look at that, I guess, um, I guess just, as far as like how that creates scenarios in which a lot of people are like find themselves in a situation where they struggle. I mean, I really think that it's like we have to make an adjustment to how we approach things. And I think that's really like, that's really the issue is that there's clearly something that's not right. There's clearly something that doesn't work. So there's a, there's a modification that needs to be made to how we approach, approach things. And a part of that is, you know, education and what, how we teach things and how soon the expectation of responsibility falls upon a young person, um, which honestly, the way our world is kind of set up now should probably be a lot sooner than later. Like if you're 18, if it's you're 18 is too, like it's, it's not too late. It's not early enough is what I'm saying is that it should be, it should be sooner. I don't know what that magic age is, but like the, the, the planning for you to even be able to be in a situation where you're somewhere where you feel like you're winning and you're not like some people, like we, some of us just like, we just know struggle. Like we know, like the only life, you know, is only being able to pay the bills like late or five days late or it's always late or you always owe bills and you're always behind on payments. But right. some of that is just, some of that is just us absorbing these like norms that aren't good. Like they're not, it's not good to be in debt and to always owe people. Like you should want people to owe you something. You know, you, you should have some stuff coming in your way instead of everything like things kind of going the other way around. So so uh, but I think what like what's important to address here is that when you're looking at like how things have changed, and you look at how I think sometimes we can like get down on ourselves because it's it's like a lot of weight. It's just like the weight of the world just kind of like presses on you because nobody Nobody chose to be here. Nobody said like, "Yeah, I'm ready to be born." You know, put me, 
put me in the game, coach. Like, no, man, we just we just all showed up. Like against our will, pretty much. If you're, if you're if you're if you're here, you're here, right? So so you're kind of put in the game, but you didn't like, man, like, you know, we didn't like it's hard. Like life is it's like it's not easy. So so um uh, for most of us at, at least. But but um but I think that a good thing to look at is that when we look at the things that we struggle with like day to day and when we allow those things to kind of press on us and the weight to kind of push down on us is that there's strength that's in the struggle. And that's the issue. And when we look at the things like Joe's kind of using the just the the price, these these price, these price points, that's that's some inflation, like inflation and things like that. But but um we look at the cost of things and they're like, all right, well, I'm not doing enough. This isn't enough. And you start to let all that all that weight that kind of surrounds you from not being able to afford certain things or to have a job that doesn't pay enough or to never have a job that like pays enough or you don't have the skills. I think that one of the things is that when you live in unideal circumstances and you have to kind of live with less, that allows you to do more. Like you can do more with less, you know, and there's it's it's one of these things where you're looking at it right now like, hey, like I remember I had rent, like when my landlord like raised the rent on me, or I couldn't afford, like I couldn't afford to to pay like rent to live somewhere nice. So I had to get a roommate, things like that. I've talked about that on like old episodes. Um, but like we have to start asking ourselves, well, if you're struggling and you're not able to make progress because these things are weighing down on you, then what's the like what's the solve? What's the solve for that? So that you can win like on the back end. Um, and it requires, I think if you struggle, you understand what sacrifice is. Like without even actively knowing that you're making sacrifices, like if you're struggling, you're making sacrifices, you just don't, you might just not quite understand. Maybe you're like your living quarters is like subpar. You might be breathing in like black mold or something or your appliance, like there's things going on with the utilities or some others, like it could be uh, numerous amounts of things, but through that, you learn to, like I said, I, I remember driving my car down the street and my door, my driver's side door wouldn't free. So I was just, had my left arm on the steering wheel and I had my right arm like holding the door shut. And I just drove, I made it, I made it work until I was able to get a new car. So think if you can, if you can, like, I'm not even gonna say that's like a MacGyver type thing, that's just like survival. But think that if you got enough in, in you to do something like that, then what you can do, like think about how much you can do and how much you can produce if you have even more, like if you have an abundance because you're doing so much with so little. So I think just going back to, you know, how Joe let us off is that like, just take a look at your situation and look at the struggles that you have and just like try to try to find ways to turn those struggles into something positive, like content. Like you could do content. You could do something that educates people or helps people, or maybe it's just a source of entertainment. So maybe people can laugh at the fact that they're driving. You could do a skit. I saw a skit. Um, I've been talking for too long, but I saw a skit the other day. And this guy making a joke about if you ever lived in an apartment, you had an upstairs neighbor, he had a bad upstairs neighbor, and it's just annoying, <laughs> like super annoying. This guy made a whole skit. He made a whole skit about that. And it was hilarious because I could, I could, it was relatable to me. So you could find a way to make like your misery and your struggle. You could find a way 
to benefit from that. But Joe, I guess the first question I have for you is that when you're looking at like struggle, historical struggle, <laughs> uh, like what are some of the things that you kind of use or that you would recommend for people to um, keep things in, like to help them kind of keep things in perspective? Um, I'll go in reference to my last point I was going to make regarding the comparison here, and I'll make it make sense. <clears throat> so the last point that I was going to display was in the 70s, your tuition was at some D1 schools just over a hundred dollars. In today's world, <laughs> you're probably paying like what 12, 13 grand in your first year or for a year before it's all over said and done with easily for like tuition and fees at a university. So it's like a regular, it's like a regular school. Yeah. Like a regular yeah, we're not talking about Ivy League or nothing like that. Prime time. Yeah. Yeah, that's even worse, right? Or like an HBCU. That's even higher than that. Trust me. Um, but the reason why I mention that is because I want the younger people, ideally mid-30s and below, to kind of tune out some of these older generation folk. And I want the older generation folk who's ever listening to really grasp this concept. You're talking about the younger generation, ideally being um, 35 or younger. Um, you're, you're, you're basically saying they're slackers and you know they should be able to pay off their college. They should be paying off their loans and they should be making easy on um, rent. They should even have their own house, have their own car. Um, the bone or the discrepancy that us younger people that are 35 and younger have with older generation um, is the whole idea or the whole notion is that you guys were pretty much grandfathered into these things. So not only were you guys making just as much, if not more money than what we're making now, and on top of that, y'all, a lot of y'all didn't have degrees. A lot of us had to have degrees to even see that type of money or have aspirations of seeing that type of money someday in the future. Like they didn't make things so much harder for the generations to come I don't blame the younger generations for going off on the deep end. I don't blame some of these people losing or uh, what's the biggest thing now? Anxiety, having crazy anxiety and stuff like that, crazy amount of pressure and everything like that. I'm a firm believer of only the strong survive, only built for Cuban links, only, you know, whatever, like only strong survive, like whatever saying you want to go with. I'm a firm believer in that, right? But it's at a point where you can't compare your experience to these other people's experience because not only do they have to overcome what you did, they got to overcome what you did probably times three or four times more than what you've done. If you really want to look at the grand scheme of things, like before you actually attack these younger people, think about 
how much we were paying back then, how much everything else was back then. You know what I'm saying? And then take that in consideration to someone like me that may have one degree or maybe not even have a degree. And we just trying to make ends meet. You know, you got the whole renters thing. Then you give a shit for us not owning a house because the market's all jacked up. <laughs> then you got the whole situation of like all these other things that come into play as far as financial. Like, are you really surprised that most of us live on credit? I'm not. And the bad part about it is we learned about living on credit from the older generations. <laughs> so it's really baffling to me how you can really have that type of expectation for someone that's 35 or younger. You know what I'm saying? We basically fell into the pit hole or the pit, so to speak, and we didn't even know it. You know, some way or the other, you fell into it. There's only like a very small percentage where uh, some people are debt-free or just out of that whole thing completely. Like, let's be realistic here, man. Like, when they talk about uh, giving us potentially up to $20,000 off of federal student loans, I understand some people are frustrated. Like, that's only paying on my interest. Like, <laughs> that's going to be back, like, around this time next year if we, like, keep it in real. I get that, too. But... I guess what I'm trying to get at is like, I understand that some people are trying to make good on what's happened to the younger generation, but I feel like we're almost too far gone to really like touch people. And to a certain extent, I think a lot of the younger generations, 35 and younger specifically, the best thing you can do is you have to literally plan everything out as far as a financial standpoint. You have to plan out where you're going to live and what's going to be your limit there. You have to come up with a game plan on how you're going to um, make more or how you're going to develop yourself career-wise. Unfortunately, the only people that really survive right now, 35 and younger, you technically have to be a shark. And that doesn't mean you have to step on everybody's toes or eat everybody up in the room, but you definitely have to make your presence felt just by people seeing you, uh, knowing who you are. You got to have some kind of hustle, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's to that point where it's just kind of disgraceful in a sense. And my thing is, I can't, I can't judge them just because of the, the time frames and, you know, the, life, the lifestyles that we're forced into. So if I see someone out there, like, trying to get by or, get a one-up on um, whoever, you know what I'm saying? I kind of commend that or I kind of salute it just because it's just like there's not really much playing field or there's not much cushion for us to really win out here. So maybe this ain't the best message ever. <laughs> maybe it's not the right message ever. I'm not saying that, but, you know, people need to start picking up books and figuring things out for themselves, you know? I know a lot of it comes with life experiences, but by the good grace of God, hopefully it's not to a point where you dig yourself in a hole where you can't get out of. What do you think, Marcus? I think that's tough. 
And that's another an entirely different discussion. It requires a little bit more. Um, uh, it requires a little bit more discussion at length on more that. research uh, for sure. Yeah. So, but, but uh, I just I think that as far as positioning yourself, it's it's really about. And we talk about this all the like we talk about this all the time. It's like what everybody what everybody is doing is not doesn't mean it's good. Like we're in a debt based society, that's not good. But like you see, bulk of people, bulk of people live like bulk of people are in debt. I, mean, I got you know I got student loans and things like that. So you got to think like I've been out of school for over ten years and I still have that. So you have to ask yourself. You know, like what, like you have to, like you do all this, this work to kind of keep up and do what you need to do, but it requires something different. Now the path I'm on now, I'll be able to, I'm a, I'm a squash that, but, but, um, but until I made that change, I was probably on track to have to deal with that for quite but, a, quite a long time. But, but the key part is you said before you make that change and it sounds like yeah. you have a game plan. How long did it take you to come up with a game plan? A plan that worked? Potentially worked, yes. Three years? Three years? Yeah, to actually think to actually understanding that this system not gonna work. Okay. And people understand how clean cut this man is. This man doesn't have any serious vices. So imagine you having vices that mm -hmm. impair your judgment. So imagine how long or how much longer it would take for somebody else to wake up if they were going to wake up and find a solution to the madness. Yeah, well, it took me five years out of college to realize that probably working for somebody wasn't going to provide me the income that I know I'm worth. Then it took me another three years to try things as an entrepreneur that didn't work. And continue to try things that don't work. And then after that, finally putting something together that says, this is my chip and this is my way out. So it's, it's just a process. And for each of us, it's going to be different. But we have to build upon the things that don't work. Like you look at my struggles, like with the employment, especially the past five years, like having these issues, having like quite a bit of jobs. I mean, this is probably the most stability I've had in quite 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 some time. But it's through like all the, the struggles and learning different things as I went through different kind of career paths to kind of learn. And that's what set me up to actually have something in place that I'm I mean, I'm like ninety-eight percent confident that it's gonna work, but then there's contingencies in plan in place as well. But you have to understand that the like historic what what worked historically doesn't work. And uh, I'll kind of Leave it there. Well, um, I would love to uh, elaborate more and speak more on it as far as today's struggle is tomorrow's victory. But the whole premise of the whole episode is to realize like all that comparison shit from decades ago <laughs> compared to now, it means nothing, man. It means nothing. This is a new time. This is a new era, just like it was back then at that point in time. And, you know, for the younger people that's listening, like, you know, that's in the same boat as 
us, so to speak, 35 and younger, you know, um, it's one thing to say, find a hustle. It's another thing to say, get a second job. It's another thing to say, um, get some education. But realistically, I think one of the most important things for you to figure out for yourself is, what do you want to do? What's meaningful to you? What could you see yourself doing without minimal complications? I'm talking about where you can see you wouldn't get tired of the work, where you can see maybe you might one day maybe branch off and make your own business out of whatever you're already doing. Do you even have aspirations of doing things bigger than what you're currently doing? Because I guarantee you, even if you have the smallest amount of aspiration to do something better than what you're doing, you will probably end up in a situation better than you could ever imagine. The whole point is just putting effort behind that and actually having a plan and sticking to it. I think a lot of problems is we have a lot of talented people out there, a lot of smart people out there, all of that, all summed up in one, people with crazy skill sets. But the problem is people don't believe in being consistent and actually sticking to things. Just because you're having a bad time with something doesn't necessarily mean that you won't be able to see it through and you won't be able to rise out of it. Everybody wants to jump ship the minute things go bad. And my thing is, I think the difference between us and the previous generation, the previous generations, even all the way back to the 70s, whatever, is they saw things through. We don't. We're the popcorn generation. As soon as things go bad, we're like, ah, let's do something different. Can't do that, man. And I think that's where we fail all the time. Sometimes you have to really be in the trenches and learn that lesson so you don't have to run into that error ever again. That's the best way I can put it as far as today's struggle and tomorrow's victory. Be consistent, staying on it, but I digress. Later.